We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heat Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Giancarlo Navas. And with me today, we have producer and co-founder, Mr. Brian Gordon. Hello, how's it going? We out here. We have our statistician and pun master and now credentialed media member. He was at last night's game against the Charlotte Hornets, Nikias Duncan. Hello. Mr. Media. And we have our voice of reason. She is also media veteran, Kate Anderson. What's up, guys? King Kate. King Kate. That's me. The James Harden of pickup soccer, That's as she alleges. I am. I really also, am. I will score all really- day. I'll stand by the net, and you just pass it to me. I'll put it in, but I will not run back on defense. Like, there's no chance. Okay. So you're just like Messi. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's true. Okay. Exactly. Or, or like some players on the Heat, which we'll get into a little later. Um, <laughs> We are part of the Five Reasons Sports Network, and as Kate mentioned, Pickup Soccer, we have tons of events, like playing Pickup Soccer with hosts, going to watch parties, doing all sorts of things with the network and all the hosts, from OJ McDuffie to we have some other South Florida athletes that's surprise, surprise, that's coming up soon, who are going to join the network, uh, Ethan Skolnick, and Chris Whittingham, longtime media types. Uh, so tons going on at the network. Check us out at Five Reasons Sports. Also, remember to subscribe on iTunes to Miami Heat Beat and any of your other favorite Five Reasons podcasts. It really helps us. I'm not going to lie. I'm out here begging you because it really helps us. Uh, it it and, and giving reviews as well. Like that's something that um, people look at uh, when they try to click podcasts or not. So if you like the show, if you don't like the show, leave a review. Let us know what you think. And it also helps us improve. So throw that in iTunes, Google Play, anywhere you go. Uh, Android users. We're on Spotify. I don't think we advertise that enough. Heat Beat is on Spotify, so check us out there. All right. So, 
Last night, the Heat get uh, molly whopped by the Hornets. And I I see a lot of people on Twitter like having super duper overreactions when second night of a back to back on the road against what looks will probably be a playoff team. I don't really think it was that big a deal that they lost by double digits. Considering the Heat has still plus a net rating for the year, I believe it's like plus 13, uh, plus 1.3, and they're 13th in the league in uh, point differential. Uh, so, like, I don't know. Like, Nikaias, you were at the game. You were on site. I was. I was. Is it a, like, I don't think that their start is a big deal. And I want to preface this by saying that a lot of people thought that he were going to start off really well because they had continuity. It was pretty much the same exact team from last year, same system, everything. So a little bit of a slower start than some people expected, especially because the schedule has been a little easy, but I don't know. Sky falling, Nikaias? No, the sky shouldn't be falling. I think everyone in the league right now is trying to adjust to the new um, freedom of movement rules on defense. The quick and pace, thanks to the um, the shot clock change with the offensive rebounds, so the pace is quicker. You can't really touch guys. Um, you add that into Miami's base scheme. I wrote about that. They play a lot of drop coverage, so when you get a guard like Kemba that can kind of pull up on a dime, um, it really compromises your defense because it's pretty much it's playing into what Miami wants to do. But if you're a hair off, it, it's open shots, and that's pretty much what happened last night. Kemba, Malik Monk. Tony Parker all got loose in a high pick and roll for pretty much the entire night. But overall, I don't think it's that big of a deal. They're only one game under 500 right now. They're still trying to work guys back into the rotation. They're trying to figure out the rotation in general. So I don't really think it's a big deal right now. Kate, do you think the sky's falling? I think this is my take on it. I think it depends on the mindset that you went into the season with. So, like, for me, the sky is absolutely not falling because I didn't expect too much. You know, I was I, I saw the team that they had last year. I saw they didn't do much. So to me, this is kind of, you know, normal, maybe a little slower than I had anticipated. But I do empathize with the fans who think the sky is falling because they went into it thinking that the season was going to be great and they were going to start off really hot and it was going to be this and that. So, I mean, I understand why, you know, a, a, a hopeful fan would feel like the sky may be falling. But no, I don't really think that it's cause for concern yet. Yet. Like, you make a great point because I don't think anybody who isn't delusioned wouldn't say that this is about who they are. Plus, plus 1.3 in net rating, which is kind of about what they should be, hovering around that and zero and minus one. Like, that's who they're going to be. And about 500 basketball, right? So uh, we, had this, we had this argument this morning in the Five Reasons group chat. And Ethan is, like, saying, no, you know, they might not make the playoffs now. You know, Charlotte's unexpected. They can't be losing games to Charlotte and Orlando. And, I mean, last year they lost games to Orlando and Sacramento. So, like, it's not like this, like, the exact same damn team that hasn't beat the Kings inexplicably in, like, two years. It's so weird. Um, So, I, I just get upset when I see people like Ethan, who's a damn smart person. I just threw something at the camera by accident. Um, and you're so and frustrated, other, Ethan. I'm so <laughs> frustrated with Ethan and like other fans who are out here complaining. And Nikaias is right. There's new rules. Nobody in the league is defending. Like you watch, you watch these point totals. And it's not. I mean, like it's it's absurd. It's also really fun. Like the NFL and the NBA right now. It's just like everyone's just letting it fly. It's so great. And. I see people, and I don't know if you guys have, have seen this on Twitter, like last night by halftime, everyone's like, give up everyone for Jimmy Butler. And I was like, why are we doing this? Like nothing's changed in two weeks. Like 
before we were being hard asses about, oh, we're not giving Jay Rich. And then now everyone all of a sudden wants to burn all the boats and send Jay Rich away and everything. And I was like, it's nothing's changed in two weeks. I, I don't understand. But I guess that's also part of it, that nothing's changed in two weeks. And people are getting antsy. And when you lose to the Kings, that obviously invites frustration. <laughs> no, there's nothing. Yo, nothing will, nothing's a downer like losing to the Kings at home. <laughs> it really, and it's so... <laughs> Like, it shouldn't have been a double-digit loss. But, I mean, we saw all it's last right. year Miami struggles with teams that play at a high pace. It's weird, yeah. dude, because yeah. they beat Portland. They were, like, beating the brakes off of Portland until they blew the lead. But, <laughs> That's what they I mean, well, I just, oh, God, like, nothing, nothing, nothing makes you feel bad, like losses to Orlando and Sacramento, which I believe are two of the, the longest droughts, the playoff droughts. I think it's Orlando and Sacramento, two longest playoff droughts. Phoenix is probably up there too. But Phoenix yeah. and the Lakers, <laughs> the Lakers. <laughs> Are we sure that's going to we'll Lakers ain't making later. playoffs the way they're playing right now? Dude, well, I want to say I don't like to be. I'm never the guy on the radio that says I'm right, unless it's about Tyler Johnson or the Lakers. So you are that guy that says I am that guy, <laughs> but only about Tyler and the Lakers. Don't forget Which, the Raptors of, and the Raptors. I am a Raptors lifer, and I love being right about the Raptors, and I am right. And Brad Stevens' offense, by the way, still bad. Just saying. Aren't they worse than the league right now? They're pretty bad. Uh, their three-point attempts are good, and everything's good, and they play at a flat, flat, but just... Sharks is on the problem. It's not a big deal right now. It's bad. They're not, they're not good at offense, Nikaias. Brad Stevens is not good in, at offense. <laughs> All right. I'm, I love this take, and I love my Laker takes. Okay, so uh, kind of pivoting to Tyler. Um, I think Alf in the group chat said this morning that Tyler is the worst player on the team, and he said he's one of the worst guards in the league. <laughs> it feels a little unfair. Yo, Alf would scorch earth. Which, by the way, check out his column, MiamiHeatBeat.com. Check out Nikaiza's story, talking about the defense and all his analysis on last night's game. Um, and Christian Hernandez has a series called Take That for Data, in which he analyzes a lot of information uh, from different heat games. So check out all those that's going on out there. Um got lots of cool stuff on the website but alf alf dropped a column this morning um pretty much saying how this team is boring and that uh fans are really impatient which they are uh but he went scorched earth on tyler johnson and the guard rotation is a little frustrating because wayne has not sniffed the lineup and Nikaias, he's allegedly healthy you were there you talked to spo yeah, Wayne is healthy. Pretty much the same thing. Let's go just saying we, we want to get him in, but we have to figure out a way to get him in. That's the thing I've ever heard. I mean, it, Kate's laughing because she knows. Like, it, it, it's definitely a spoke thing. Like, you, coach speak. But like, I feel like he is like coach speak to 11. Yeah, Spo is basically a book of cliches. If there was a power rankings for like coach speak, Spo would be like, We'd be leading the league. Like he has spoisms. Like once you once you get your own his own spoisms. Oh no, yeah, we're big on the spoisms, Kate. I know you're new here, but you know we once tried. Brian, do you remember when we tried to play X's and spos? <laughs> the guys is laughing because he remembered how bad that went. That was like, the worst statement in show history. Oh my! Yo, that that is the worst. <laughs> so, uh, Kate, so what we tried to do is uh, our very own trash tweeter, Jack Alfonso, thought it'd be a good idea to get the song X's and O's. And then make it X's and Spose, right? So we played the music, X's and Spose in the background. 
and he would give relationship advice using spoisms. Oh, Jesus Christ. It was horrible. Like, it's a great idea in theory, but my God. Just, the execution wait, wait, wait. I think I, f- I found uh, the, the image. Do you have the image? Exes, Exes. and the spoils. They haunt me like McBob's. They're stalking to cameo on everyone's photos, exes, and spoils. That is so funny. I don't even think you guys understand a McBob reference, but it had to do with the way he just like never played games when he was still on Instagram posts featuring Chris Bosh, LeBron James, and Dwayne Wade. Just show up. I feel like, man, I know we used to talk about this at the time, but like McRoberts would inexplicably show up in everyone's damn picture. And I'm pretty sure that they asked Big Bob to take the picture and he thought it meant that they wanted him in the picture. Only explanation. Do you remember when McRoberts, like if, no, like think about the contracts Heat fans complain about today. Tyler, 19 million. Hassan, 21 million. James Johnson, four years. People used to really complain about McRoberts 5.5 or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> Sounds like a vacation right now. I mean, now. he didn't play. Like, that was the, <laughs> the big thing. He, he didn't play. And, and he, he didn't, didn't shoot. He didn't shoot. That was amazing. I'll, that, the guys, that was... Kay, do you remember that? That was one of the weirdest yeah. things. Yeah, no. Comparatively speaking, I understand that it's sad, like it seems small, but, like, when you were in that moment, that was, like, the worst contract in like heat history basically Riley's like watch this hold my beer right in that moment it was like no what have we done and the and I I mean I don't I don't really want to do contract talk but the other thing I wanted to get into was so we have this clogged rotation right that Wayne can't sniff the court despite Tyler not playing to standard we have Hassan playing well and now Bam can't get on the court he's been it's her down from last season and I know that he's very Nikai. I believe you called him on your Instagram live or your Periscope yesterday. He you called the uh, Bam Justice esque. Yeah. In terms of yeah, his finish, if he's not dunking. Um, it's uh, it's not very great. Um, well, I can't remember the stat off the top of my head, but I think he was like the third worst finisher on layups among guys that took at least hundred last year. Uh, pretty Ouch. wide, yeah. It, it was not great. The weird thing about Bam. And sorry, Kate, for this, but Hassan, Kate is the number one Hassan fan. Uh, Hassan <laughs> has great touch around the basket. It's just the other stuff. Right. But he looks good, healthy. Kate, would you admit that Hassan looks good? I will admit that Hassan looks yes! good. I actually went to the game against the Knicks, um, and I was just there prepared to just like, oh, this guy sucks. Like, I was just I was just there, like, to be angry, and I just couldn't be angry. Like, he did some really exciting stuff, and I was, like, on the verge of cheering for him. Like, I was oh, right there. there. You have no idea how close I was. Listen, I was there, was there and then he clobbered Kelly Olenek so that he could get the rebounds. And I'm like, okay, we'll see. Now I can't cheer for he you. He hustles. That's that's effort. That's good interior effort. They were effort. the only two people on the side of the floor. Like what, Kelly doesn't relax. need the rebounds. Kelly's not. Uh, what does Kelly need? Kelly doesn't need the rebounds. Okay, but like call him over. Like, you don't have to clobber him. Jesus, you're on the same team, I believe bro. He's leading the league in rebounding. He's at 15.6. That's why he wanted to clobber <laughs> Kelly Olenek for the rebound because he wants to be at the top of the stat chart. Okay, so let me – I'll say this in Hassan's defense. So – a guy like him who knows, so he's at 29 minutes so far. He's up from last season, but down overall from he's he's been around 30 uh, before that. For a guy like him who knows that against smaller lineups, his coach is going to sit him, 
regardless of how well he's playing, he knows Spolstra philosophically is, is going to sit him against floor spacers. The guy needs to get what he can in the minutes that he can. And if that activity is going to give Big Fella effort, then I have no problem with him, like, chucking his teammates around to get the rebound. At the cost of possibly taking out your own teammate? <laughs> whatever gets him involved. So Hassan, <laughs> no, but like, not, Hassan sir. knocked over just as I think poor rebound late in the fourth. Down, so, like, so wait a second. I, I haven't really noticed this. Is this like a thing that he's yes, doing? yes, he's been fairly consistent that <laughs> he's been fighting his guys with the fifth rebound. It's so frustrating. It is so frustrating. I guess because I'm already frustrated about the whole stats thing, and now he's like all in on his stats. But just to watch it, just I, I get so close. You have no idea. I get so close to being excited about him, and I'm like, all right, okay, like he looks good. I can't, I can't sit here and, and talk bad about him because he's doing well. And then he just takes out one of his teammates, and I'm like, unnecessary. See, unnecessary. I would like, I would like to ask players about this because he. They seem like they they enjoy kind of poking fun at him, like what media day when we were talking to all the guys about like Hassan's video game trash talk. Like they were very uh, they were very open to to rag on Hassan. I would love to ask them like, yo yo Kelly, how do you feel when Hassan pushes you out the way for that rebound? <laughs> Kelly's like, I'm just trying to get my fourth man. Hassan's at like twenty. <laughs> it's not if we fair. could get them to answer those questions, it would be gold. Hassan's a wealth hoarder. There, oh, I said God. it. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, he's a, he's a rebounding wealth. Pretty anonymous um, player piece to come out. <laughs> he looks good man i mean i know the i know the the field goal percentage is down um i think it's like hasn't looked good at post-ups but i, I have no problem them not running post-ups i mean i know that you got to give him activity and stuff but he's been delightful like when he's healthy that this is about who yeah, he is i will say he has done a much better job of establishing low post positions. so i think he's earned some touches where he where he's positioned at anyway and that it's getting a little frustrating to watch guards specifically going kind of miss him when he does get a mismatch down low and actually establish position. Because, gee, you've been on it more than anyone. Instead of um, trying to force his way down low, he just sticks his hand up 16 feet from the basket and tries to post up from there, and it's an abject disaster. He's not doing that this year. So it would be nice to see him get rewarded. And then maybe once he gets to fill the ball off of those kind of touches and get some easy baskets, he won't need to um, – Truck Kelly Olenek out of the way for <laughs> something that like he'll get like there are times that he'll be able to seal a man right above the restricted area. That's easy. That is a free basket for him because that little turnaround baby hook. He has a very good touch, unlike Bam, and it just it rolls right in. It's funny how him and Bam are just like they're they have such if different you can skill sets. Them, and they're they're they'll be fantastic. Right. Anthony Davis. <laughs> Hassan, by the way, has um has zero assists in 207 minutes. We back. <laughs> we back, dude. We back. Yes, Last season, career old, high, 54. Jesus. 54. No, I'm sorry. The year before that, he was his career high. It was 57. Well, he was he's assisting his rebound total. That's all. He had a cut the other day. Right. Did you see that? He had a he backdoor did. cut. Defender wasn't paying attention. Yeah, he just he ran in. I I couldn't. I've never seen that happen. Cause like, how could you <laughs> miss him? He's the size of a damn skyscraper, and he's running behind the Nick defense. And I was like, ah, Rob Baker, how do you not see him? And Hassan's not light he's of not. foot. So uh, like, you had time to not. not only see him but also pull him off. Like, you know, you, <laughs> you could hear him. It's land before time. 
that that was to me like one of the one of the funniest parts of that game just like big o facade like with his hands up because like you know he's waving like i'm here guys <laughs> um nikaias it's your boy d wade he is um he's making threes which is nice He's uh he's doing he basketball doing things. He's doing 2018 basketball things. It's weird. He actually talked about that post game. Um, I think it was Jax. He did what? Talked to him post game in the interview. It was Jackson Ira actually asked him about his three point shooting. He said the coaches have um coaches have asked him to start taking more threes, kind of turn some of those long twos into threes, and he's obliged to be doing that. And he's at a career high by a very wide margin right now, which is weird, but you know you take it while you can. But he started off hot before, like when he was with Chicago, that first game, and then throughout the the first two weeks of the season and Cleveland. As yeah, well, well, I mean, so. we're waiting on it. But... These are unassisted threes, though. Like for the most yeah. part, it's him off the bounce. So it also kind of scares me, which is odd. That's not really sustainable. But I don't know. I'm fine with him taking them in the corner in rhythm. Like he's always had nice form. I mean, he has put <laughs> in corner in rhythm. His stroke is nice. Like, I've never understood why he's not a good three-point shooter. I'm glad he's worked on him and he's actually knocking him down. I don't want to jinx it. Kate, are you okay with the D-Wade threes? I'm here for them, by the way. Yeah. Like, I want them more than anything. No, I'm I'm here for it as long as they're going in. Yeah. When we get to... No, even if they're not. No, for how long, though? Are we just chucking up shots? Are we going full Russell Westbrook? As long as Purple Shirt Guy is alive. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> As long as it takes, damn it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm for it. Whatever. It's it's 16 season Dwayne Wade. I'm not going to tell him he can't shoot threes. He's shooting a higher percentage from two from three than overall from the field. He's a 420 get lit from the his field goal percentage and his three point percentage is 448, which Whew. is totally, totally what's Stephen Curry's? Oh, that's a good question. Actually, Clay Thompson would be the better one. Clay Thompson's absurd. Okay, so. Dwayne at 448. Steph Curry is at 516. <laughs> okay. <laughs> On 11.6 attempts. <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ. Is he winning the MVP this year? I mean, it, he might. I don't know. Jimmy Butler in Miami. Uh, Clay Thompson's shooting uh, 31%. So Dwayne Wade is shooting a better three point. Oh, yeah. He had a slow start except for that one big breakout game. In your face, Clay. See, that's what happens when you're not a Satanist. Jesus Christ. Shout out to Jack. Um, Anthony, I don't know, man. The MVP race is going to be weird this year. LeBron, I feel, non-factor. I mean, you after all that defensive effort, there's like no way. Have you guys seen Laker games? Yes. <clears throat> I saw the Timberwolves game. Uh... Wait a second. Did Nekaius just say yeah, like, I'm, I don't know. You know, I'm a, I'm a defense head. Like, <laughs> And the Lakers just have not been great on that end. But like none of them, dude. I mean, there there are. That's what I'm saying. Like there are others. Like, and I wrote about this in the column. Like the Heat are trying on defense. They're just not executing right. The Lakers look like they could care very much less, and that kind of starts with the leader, and that's LeBron. And like LeBron has to set the tone there, especially since the Lakers were a borderline top ten defense last year with a bunch of young people. So. You would think they could at least be average if LeBron tried, but he doesn't. LeBron will kick it in. Off. He'll kick in later. You know how he is. Right now he's Oh, wait till January. Yeah. Forget about it, bro. And the Lakers, since you know they can play defense, when they come around, they'll come around. Go for it. I have a question. Do yes. you guys think 
the Heat will finish with a better le- record than the Lakers. No. You want to try asking that question again? Do you? <laughs> I'm glad Brian got to do this. <laughs> what a jerk. You know, it's funny. I asked that and I was like, oh, God, it was terrible. <laughs> do you guys think the Los Angeles Lakers will finish with a better record than the Miami Heat? Yes. I want to go no. Uh, Me too, Brian. I'm with you. What? No. But, so the bo- so Nikias and Kate say no. Wait, 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 wait. I think the sorry, your question confused me, but I'm on I'm on board. Oh, everyone's everyone's a critic <laughs> I, here. I think everyone's the Lakers will a better record than the Heat. I still think the Heat will make the playoffs. I think the Lakers will miss the playoffs. I didn't ask for your takes, Brian. I asked Kate and and Nikai. I think the Los so, Angeles Lakers will have a better record than the Miami Heat. That is my answer. Mar- Marcus can be her. Mm. <laughs> Nikai, you are in line with. Uh, there we go. Reason, Kate Anderson. Marcus uh, Camby, you too. Boo. <laughs> I was really mad that Marcus Camby was not in the ringer uh, NBA memes bracket. Did you guys see that? That was in the beginning. Of the I saw that, but I mean, what do you expect? They don't follow Heat Twitter as much. I feel as... like that's transcended Heat Twitter. Like we have no, Justin Roa. Yeah, it has. The Camby? Yeah, it has. Yeah. Yeah. The Camby. Yeah, I've seen it, I think I remember seeing on one Donald Trump tweet, and that's about it. <laughs> that was amazing. Did you I'm guys see that? I <laughs> right, let me tell you something. Oof. That was an all-time great Heat Twitter moment. Yeah, the Canby reached Trump. The Canby reached Trump. The Canby reached the Oval Office, and Marcus Canby's disapproval. Ethan, Ethan, get us Marcus Canby on, dude. Go do it. Go work your media magic. Uh, get big us three? Marcus Canby, huh? Is he in the big three? I don't know, but I want Marcus Camby, and I want him next week. Make it happen. Marcus Banks is in the big three. I don't know who that is. Look, let me just, I, I hope Marcus Camby isn't playing basketball anymore. It took him 10 minutes to take jumpers Marcus. when he was in his prime. I don't want to imagine <laughs> the level of arthritis that man might have. He's he's oh number one in our hearts. He's, he's honorary heat player. He's is he a heat lifer? Lifer and not a lifer? Brian, do you have the you you have, you have the imaging? But yeah, he's a lifer just just for just for me. He's a lifer. He's a lifer. You know, I want to start doing that with guests, Brian. So I want what I want to do is when we have guests on, I want to play lifer and not a lifer with them. Kate, are you familiar with lifer and not a lifer? No, I'm not. Basically, I ask a series of questions where I ask, "Is so and so a lifer?" So I would start with like Chris Bosh. Is Chris Bosh a heat lifer? Is he a lifer or not a lifer? Got it. So you. You would say obviously life. Yes, life. Ross is obviously life. Yeah. Right. So then I'll say you know another player like Ray Allen, life or not a life, or he's like, ooh, that's kind of hard. You right. Know, okay. Blah, blah. And then I'll I'll give like a wacky one like DJ Iree, life or not a life, and you're like ah, and it's funny. And then I go banana man, like ah. Oh, okay. All right. I like it. So, All right. I got I got imagery. I think it's fun. Okay. All right, Kate. This is Marcus Camby, life or not a life. Lifer. Oh! <laughs> and that's the game. Wow. It's good, right? It's radio. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's good. Yeah. We can practice. Production. We can we can work on it. I mean, it's better than X's and Spos. No, I for mean, sure. It has potential. And and better than the, the Heat defense. As the floor with X's and Spos. <laughs> What's better, X's and Spos or the Heat defense? Yes. <laughs> Dude, let me tell you something about Heat defense. I feel so bad for Goron because they're straight picking on him like they're 
he's the oldest man on the court and he's the slowest man on the court. That's the exactly other point guard is. is a heat-seeking missile to wherever Goron is in pick and roll, and they're like, you know, they're kind of like the fingers pointing, oh, him, get him. And I feel so bad for him because he's yeah, trying. Right, that's, that's the underrated thing about the Portland win. Like, obviously the win was great, but the defense was not. Like, Damian Lillard got whatever he wanted. And he flat out lit Miami up in the fourth quarter because he basically walked in to pull up threes for the entirety of the quarter. You know what bothers me about that is that I think people will watch that game because you're absolutely right. And they'll say, oh, yeah, Superstar is going to get his. But, like, a lot of that was, was stuff like that. Just, like, you're letting the guy walk up to his shots. Like, when you're defending good players, you have to take them off their most comfortable spots. Right. And then, and that's kind of the thing with Hassan as well. Like, Hassan plays with, like, a 12-foot cushion when it probably needs to be six just because he's not comfortable defending in space like that. And uh, we also saw that in the Charlotte game. Like, Kimba got where he wanted. Malik Monk got where he wanted. Tony Parker got where he wanted. Um, once the guard gets hung up on the screen and you have the big man like 10 feet away, you're giving the guard a runway. And that's that's partly scheme, but also the person that has to be a little bit better. The Hassan thing is kind of interesting when you say that because in his in the earlier part of his heat career, I feel like he could very easily erase a lot of mistakes with sheer athleticism. Mm-hmm. But he's kind of aged out of that. And I think he's in an adjustment period. And I think this year has been a step better. Uh, he's been a lot better and, and smarter in coverages. But just he, he doesn't have that athleticism to erase whatever mistakes that he made. Right. Ooh. What? Tyus Jones is out with right foot soreness, team announces. Ooh, Tyus Jones. You know what that means, ladies and gentlemen? Jimmy Butler. Something's happening. Something's okay, coming. You want to fill the people in on what's been going on with Jimmy Butler today? Oh, okay. So Shams and I can't pronounce this guy, other guy from Minnesota guy, John K. John K. Yeah, him. He has a harder last name than Woj. Uh, They reported that uh, Jimmy Butler made a decision to sit out tonight's game against Utah. Uh, Apparently, the team has announced that he's sitting out with just general soreness. That's the injury report for him. Um, And apparently, he is planning to sit out multiple games, not just this one game but he will still travel with the team to Golden State. Uh, I think they played them um, this Friday. Um, so he's out tonight. Um, also, Jeff Teague is also out tonight. Uh, he has a knee injury that's not even supposed to be um, something that will linger on for more than a game. And now we just see that Tyus Jones is sitting out. So these are our three players we've kind of heard over the last couple months could be uh, potential candidates to be traded. And... Uh, you know, just with those names in general, those are two point guards. And, of course, Jimmy, it, it's kind of points in the direction that if the Heat were involved in a trade, that Gorn would probably be on his way out. So, I don't know. I don't know. You know I, what? I kind of don't want Gorn to be at this point. And it, it has nothing to do with basketball. That man you're, the, you're with me? Are you on the me train? He is the nicest person. Yes! Team oh my Goron! God. My God. Oh, man. He's still going to play basketball. No, no man. but Kate. Has, Kate, Kate you were there. So nice. You were there when, when we were mic checking him and he started speaking Spanish. I mean, how do you want him gone? No, it's not that I, wa- I'm not that I want him gone. Like, get rid of him. But it's like, I'm okay with it. Like, yeah, it's fine. I'm He's not, my man. favorite heat point guard ever. He's still going to be ever? 
What? That was so funny. That was like records, <laughs> record scratch. <laughs> Ever. Okay. Maybe Chalmers is number one, but it's him and Gora. Oh, gosh. Okay, well, oh, I mean. Chalmers does not sound like your kind of player. No, I'm, no, no. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's not on the Rio train. No. That's not good. I have some more stuff. Uh, so this is from Adrian Wojnarowski today. He says that the Timberwolves suggested that Jimmy Butler should rest versus Utah tonight and that there's an expectation that he will join the team on flight to the Bay Area to play Golden State on Friday. Teams talking to Minnesota about trades say that the asking price remains steep. And then more news is that the Rockets declined the fourth-year team option on Marquise Chris, who they got in a trade with the Suns this past uh, offseason in July. Um, he is now trade eligible as of today along with Brandon Knight. That man sucks. <laughs> hey, you know, if I didn't have to sell a podcast and I have to plaster Jimmy Butler's name on this episode, I would love to name it Man That Guy Sucks. <laughs> he, he just has no discernible basketball skill whatsoever. <laughs> hey. He was I've nice with me. In high school, he, he he agreed to an interview with me when I was a, a high school aspiring journalist. I'm glad he's a better person than basketball player. Oh, God. <laughs> Yo, that's eviscerating Minecraft's finest. Because you know what's going to happen now. Now the Heat are going to like sign him for the minimum this summer. Oh, I bet you wouldn't be down for that. You wouldn't be down for a Brandon Knight reclamation project when they lose Rodney McGrew. Oh God, no! I was talking about Marcus Chris. No, Brandon Knight. Well, Brandon Knight is also bad at basketball, but he's no. (laughs) I thought you were talking about Brandon Knight. I was like, oh no, no, no! Such harsh words. Yeah, no discernible basketball skill for Brandon Knight. I was like, Jesus. I I was kind of confused, but I'm like, hey, he knows his stuff. Maybe he knows him that's Dude. If oh, Nikaias no, told me that X rotation player has no discernible basketball skills, I will be inclined to just believe whatever he says. Right, exactly. I'm glad I have that kind of equity. But no, like, I thought we were talking Yeah, first. dude. You could say, like, the eighth guy on the Raptors bench. No, no discernible basketball skills. That guy sucks. <laughs> Patrick Patterson, no discernible basketball Is he still a Raptor? Uh, oh, God. No. no, he's a Thunder. Yeah, he's, oh, on, he's on OKC. Whoa, whoa. Really? I like Get Patrick your back Patterson. straight. Yeah. Right. I love when I thought of Raptors role player. That's where I went. James Johnson. And Nikaias probably would have said he has no discernible basketball skills. <laughs> oh my god! So I, I saw like- I saw a lot of stuff going around. So I know that we're we're big, we're real big on Jimmy Butler right now. But I saw some some potential Washington Wizard trade rumors bubbling on the Twitter webs. Kate's making a trade rumors. It's just people speculating. Just people speculating. So bad right now. Oh, okay, just, okay, just, okay. So just just reckless speculation. Uh. And um, people said that the trade partner makes sense. Um, and, you know, I saw a lot of names get thrown around, people doing uh, what names? fantasy GM. Well, obviously Wall uh, Ooh. and Beal. Ooh. And Nikias, I know that you talked a little bit about this on your Periscope yesterday. Uh, but what do you – I know you feel like Wall fits better with what they do than Jimmy Butler. I do. What Miami needs is a guy at the point of attack that can kind of force defensive rotations. And John Wall – is one of the fastest players in the league. Still, sneaky yeah. fast. Very fast. Crafty guy. Um, one of the best passers in the league. Um, he's just a guy. Miami has a bunch of guys that can finish plays, either as, you know, at the basket or on you know, spot up attempts. But they don't have a guy that can break down defenses. And John Wall's a guy that can do that at the blink of an eye, as opposed to Jimmy Butler, who has some of that gravity, 
but he's more of a mid-range and end type guy. He pounds the ball to the dirt. He likes to post up. So um, he likes think, early two thousands basketball. Yes, very, yeah, pretty much. He would be a wonderful nineties guard. He would be wonderful next to Kerry Kittles. There you go. That's another. Yeah, Kerry Kittles. That's a name I haven't heard in a minute. Early two thousand. You know, I'll never forget. And the reason I always think of Kerry Kittles is because everyone always tries to tell me that those Shaq Lakers played against great teams. And they beat a Nets team that like had Gary Kittles like the second most field goal attempts, and I was like, "That's hilarious." And if you look at those box scores, there's like five three point attempts for the game, which I think is hilarious. We'll get that in like a couple of minutes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no. Yo, Dwayne put that up yesterday by himself. There you go, Dwayne. Um, Kate, you you out here with um, you rolling with John Wall or what? Like I, I'm a Bradley Beal guy. I really believe in Bradley Beal. Uh, so I would probably rather more aggressively go after him. Not even like kind of contracts aside. Like I'm just a big fan of his game and what he could do. I don't know how you feel. I like I like Bradley Beal and John Wall. I guess for me it all just depends on what's the price at this point because I know people are quick to gut the team, gut the team because they're not doing well. Um, but I think long term you got to look at like what are you giving up for how sustainable is what you're getting, you know? So if I had to, I would say – John Wall, yeah, I'm in on that deal. Bradley Beal, I like him. I don't know. Depends on how steep the price is. But I would take John Wall over Jimmy Butler, I think. I'm a big Jimmy Butler stan. The thing with the thing with Beal that I really like is in I think Spolster can really do a lot creatively with, with the flex sets and with the horn sets that he runs and he can really get like Beal is a guy that can shoot off the catch really well and like the way that they use Ellington, imagine that but with a guy that can has a threat off the dribble. Yeah, he's very Ray Allen-esque. The handle's not where it should be, uh, or at least where you'd want. I mean, it's not Steph handle, but you know, he can get to the oh. basket. And he's a really good defender. That's the other... <laughs> Why are you laughing, Brian? Someone has a costume. It's, it's, it's dumb wrapped in the garbage bag, and they wrote down Tyler Johnson's contract on it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when I say y'all got to chill with Tyler, that means y'all got to chill with Tyler. He plays – he's a nice guy who plays hard, man. It's not his fault. Yeah. A lot of money to put in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> Can we please play a game? Oh, we have a Halloween game. Um, <clears throat> so we wanted to be festive on the Heat Beat Spooktacular. It's Halloween night. There's candy to be given out. There are parties to be gone to. Kate's not a big Halloween person, and she thought I was because I like anime. Yeah, because anime, you know what? Anime and cosplay, I feel like in my head, they go hand in hand. They do. So I they thought do. for sure Johnny was going to be on this episode dressed in one of his anime characters, and it was going to be great. But he was like, no, I don't dress up for Halloween. And I'm like, you know what, Kate? Next year, we're going to do that. We're going to do a show. We're going to do a live stream of a show, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be in full cosplay. Yes. So you can look forward to that next year. Yes, I want to be Alan Iverson. I'll be sure to plan a vacation. You want to be an overrated basketball player? Yikes. What did you just say? Yikes. I'm not a, I'm not a big AI guy. No way. I, I really, On the top row. Huh? I know, really. He's AI saying... is king of counting stats that don't matter. Yikes. Dang. Is that worse? Is that bad? No, it's not. Thank you. I was like, come on, man. You, you got to listen to Caius. The Caius knows his stuff. <laughs> I think AI I would probably. I ultimate authority here, but I mean, I have my takes. He'd be a better player today than he was back then, but he'd probably be less respected. 
There's so many things that go into my favorite basketball players, though, besides how good they are, which I obviously, you know. Oh, he's like a cultural like, right, icon. Right, exactly, and that's what I'm super into. Like Russell Westbrook, yeah, obviously, you know I live and die for Russell Westbrook, So, but he does so much off the court that's like so interesting. And I like players that are very entertaining, and Allen Iverson is the epitome of entertainment when he was on the court. So, And fashion. Right, of course. You know what? And I agree with everything that you said. The thing with AI is the f- AI fans that will defend, they're like Kobe fans. They'll no defend- one's like Kobe fans. No, no, no one's like Kobe fans. I mean, they're already trying, <laughs> they're already going after LeBron. Um, but like AI stands in their mind, AI was like the best basketball player ever. And I'm like, no. And I don't know. I guess that kind of sours me in the coverage around him. But you're right about everything. I mean, he's right. He's a lot of fun. No, I get it. I, I mean, I'm not going to argue like, Michael Jordan versus Allen Iverson, who's a better player. Like, I, I'm like, come on, like, it's not like that. Really, yeah, but I, I, Michael's overrated. Yeah, but he, <laughs> but you think, what, what, what's he happening? T- no, I'm joking. <laughs> he only won, like, two or three defensive players. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, dude, I mean, Pancake East, am I right, Nikias? <laughs> yes. Those pistons, no shooting, came phone booth offense, you know, oh, mid-range. Alright guys, I'm going to need a second because I want to introduce our newest sponsor. And if you're like me, you don't really want to get into legal minutiae. I'm here to do a couple of things. Podcast, go to school, and watch anime. I don't really want to know all the legalities between car accidents, slip and falls, criminal immigration, all that stuff. So I'm here to introduce the people that will get that done for you. The attorneys at Seltzer Mayberg. Find them at OneCallLegal.com or call 1-855-5000-LAW. They handle cases including but not limited to car accidents, slip and falls, criminal, immigration, family, bankruptcy, real estate, wills, trusts, and estates. And with a new 15,000 square foot office opening on the I-95 in North Miami, they will handle cases all over the state. Call now with 24-7 service for free consultation. That's onecalllegal.com, 1-855-5000-LAW. Call now. Listen, so we have games on this spooktacular. Um, I guess probably play the imaging and let's let's let uh, our very own Brass Jazz explain it. Darkness falls across the court. All our guards are way too short. Fans crawl into their seats to cheer on their Miami Heats. And whosoever might be frightened by mid-range jumpers like Nikias, Hassan at the point, or D-Wade Freeze, these are our darkest fears. A heat beat Halloween. Ah! Brass put three damn laughs and it gets me every time and I'm trying to talk and he laughs over me. Oh my god, it's so good. Not fair. No, it is really good. It's 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 very good imaging. So the point on this Miami Heat Beat Spooktacular is uh we're gonna name the three things that scare us most. We're trying to be spooky, we're trying to be festive, we're trying to be in the moment. So we have Kate and Nikaias' top three things that scare them the most. So who wants to go first? Nikaias. Nikaias wants to go first. All right, Nikaias. Number three thing that scares Nikaias Duncan. 
most. So is this like a heat angle, or are we we just picking anything? I thought you prepared this. I thought we went over I this. I was asking. Now I'm confused. No, what do you mean I'm confused? Just damn you! I told you the list this morning. I had the idea. Brass made the imaging. What oh, you, why? All right. Well, okay. Okay. Why are you, you wanna, ruining you good radio? You want to start over? Like, how, how, no, I, I keep don't. I'm <laughs> keeping this. I hate you. I am so. Wait, so is this Miami Heat themed or is this yeah, a podcast? Of course, it could be. Se- you sent me the list. I said it was okay. <laughs> See, I just wanted clarification. That's all I needed. I am so sorry. Oh my goodness oh, gracious! My bad. My bad. This is a broken plate. Uh, you know what's funny is that audience. You know, Dakias is the one that kills me for preparing. Well, I mean, by your admission, I did send the list in. I just wanted to double check. That's all I wanted to do. Double check on air. <laughs> hey guys, what is your third thing that scares you most? Um, the third thing that scares me the most right now, Tyler Johnson spot up looks, because I know at this point he's more than likely not the missing, and when he does, there will be twenty five tweets in the Heat beat Lincoln's about how bad he is, how bad the contract is, how washed Riley is, and Brian, do we? Have- it, it's not great. Do we have a sounder, Brian? I don't have a sounder yet. I was trying. To okay, one. we don't have like brass. Okay, well, there we go. Well, that's production right there. That is the that is Miami. That is the five reasons that work finest. Ethan takes our ass into the war. He takes us into media day. We are the we are the beacon of five reasons sports. What? This is bad. A race car? Sounds like a dinosaur. It sounds like something you would hear in a Star Wars planet. <laughs> what? what is that? The, the hell is that? That's supposed to be a sound of a ghost. You, that is a dog. Oh my god. Sounds like the noise he Twitter makes when they lose. <laughs> Let's just turn the game in and talk about what that sounds like. I feel like... <laughs> See, this is better. <laughs> this is Brian playing ambient sounds that he finds on YouTube. <laughs> what on earth? The guy, the guys, what's your number two thing that scares you? The heat and transition. Ah, <laughs> so scary. They're so bad. They are very on bad. offense and defense. It's not great. They don't get back on defense fast enough. And then on offense, they miss layups or turn the ball over. And it's it's dumb. Like when they were running in the third quarter last night. They botched like four straight transition opportunities. I'm just like, you know, if you can't make those, then you're not gonna win, and you don't deserve to win. <laughs> can't make those, and let's go home. <laughs> like, you can't be. If you can't make those, you lose to the Kings. At home. There you go. Not good. Put it on the shirt. Nikias, what is the scariest thing? Hassan Whiteside taking more than three dribbles after a defensive rebound. Jeez. <laughs> I disagree. I find it to be an experience. Oh my god! It, yes, it's a bad one. A very bad one. <laughs> I think it's a fun one. It is the is most it... predictable offensive foul in basketball. No, it's not. No, because sometimes he dribbles the ball off his foot. Sometimes it's off his knee. Sometimes he misses a shot. Sometimes it's an offensive foul. Okay, so it's the difference between a live ball turnover and a dead ball turnover. Exactly. Okay. It's a surprise, and maybe he makes it. We know he's not going to pass, though. That's the one thing we know. That, yes, that's, that's definitely it. There will not be an assist. My God, it's hilarious. He grabs the board, he dribbles it twice, and he kicks it off. He just wants to touch the ball. I love it because like, he grabs a rebound. Kate, Kate probably knows the look. And he looks around and sees, like, can I take this? And Absolutely. then, like, he waits a second. And he's like, all right. Once he takes that third dribble, you know the ball is not going anywhere else. 
That is tacit approval for me going all the way. That is the analysis you come here for. Watch for the third dream. Watch for <laughs> Again, a lot of good potential names in this podcast. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's gonna be something with Jimmy Butler. It's really corporate just corporate is a lot of liners bad. I like it. A lot of liners. So by the way, in between Kate's list and Kaya's list and Kate chance to get ready, I want to give a shout out to Seltzer Mayberg. Great attorneys out there. Shout out to Eric. Shout out to Seltzer Mayberg. They're they're incredible. Uh, and you should check them out. And uh, I love them. And uh, they're great. Wait, why do you love sponsor. them? <laughs> I love them because they're great. Because I think that they're very nice people. And I, I really appreciate them and everything that they do. And um. Check them out on Twitter. We're gonna we'll, we'll, Brian. We'll link this. We'll we'll link their Twitter account. Um, and I want to say that I love them, and they're they're very good. We don't need to know why I love them. We don't need to know why I'm bringing this up. There's there's no reason that anyone needs to know that other than the fact that I appreciate them. Blink twice if you're being held hostage right now. There it is. Okay. They are they are great. We love you. <laughs> this list is sponsored by Seltzer Mayberg. How about Ooh. that? Kate, there's a lot of pressure for you. This list is sponsored by the greatest attorneys in South Florida. I'm going to get fired. <laughs> Kate's number three thing she's scared of most. Sponsored by Seltzer Mayberg. Um, okay, my number three thing I'm most scared of is Hassan Whiteside shooting three-pointers. Oh, I disagree. You and Nikias have picked my two favorite Hassan Whiteside things. Really? No way. The- I know he wants to. He's been asking to shoot. He wants to shoot three-pointers. No, absolutely not. No. I have heard that Hassan beats some three-point shooters on the team in practice at contests. In contests? Does that translate into a game? I don't think so. Uncontested? I don't, I don't know. I think Hassan has a positive three-point percentage for his career. Does he? Because he's over three now? Yep. Over four? Is it over three already? Yeah, like the allure is gone. Like what made the whole Hassan shooting threes thing funny is the fact that he was shooting 100%. And now that he's missed, like, what, what are we doing? It's over. For Hassan's yeah. career, he's two for five. 40%. That's good. Preparing great in school, sir. No. Two for two last year. Not into it. Number Kate's number two scariest thing sponsored by Seltzer Mayberg, greatest attorneys in South Florida. Don't ask why. <laughs> <laughs> My number two thing is not heat related, but it is basketball related. My number two scariest thing is Jalen Rose making player comparisons. Kate <laughs> picked yes. that beat earlier, and I was at work and I freaking lost it. That's like the worst thing in all of basketball. Like, <laughs> on TV, I gotta turn it off. Love you, Jalen. Between Jalen Rose and Chauncey Billups. Can I tell you something about Jalen, man? I have never seen. Like, we talk about athletes going into hostile environments to perform at their highest level. Jalen Rose, outside of Staples Center, after a Laker game, doing post-game show when everyone's chanting 81. (laughs) And for him to keep a straight face and to do his damn job. Let me tell you something. I aspire to that. What the hell was that, Brian? Is right there. Sitting that way. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. You don't have the Kawhi sound isolated. You have the damn reporter before it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Christ. K 
Kate's number one scariest thing on the Miami Heat Beat Spooktacular, sponsored by the attorneys at Seltzer and Mayberg, best attorneys in the world, don't ask why, is... The thought of Hassan Whiteside giving the team motivational speeches. No, he said that. No, no, but you know how he likes You to did it again, Brian? <laughs> what was that? You suck at producing. <laughs> You're like horrible. You're so incompetent. Hey, I mean, this has been like textbook. Like, don't listen to our show. I, in the, in the, we started the show with me asking for reviews. And in the show, we had technical difficulties. Nikias asked questions about the game that we prepared for on air. And Brian cannot play Sounders correctly. The only one who has been good is Kate and the attorneys at Seltzer and Mabry. Does that mean I'm not the only people I've been able to count on today? Hey, it's Mark Hockman. Oh my God. (laughs) I want to add the the show there. I have three in my list I want to put in. I don't care. Why? What is wrong with your (laughs) phone? Hey, it's Seth Levitt from the Fish Tank here on the Five Reasons Sports Network. When I'm not riding OJ's coattails in the tank, I'm, well, riding Jason Taylor's coattails at the Jason Taylor Foundation. And this Monday night, November 5th, we've got one of our most popular fundraising events taking place as the Miami Dolphins legend and first ballot Hall of Famer hosts the 15th annual JT's Ping Pong Smash presented by Publix at the Seminole Hard Rock Event Center in Hollywood. Join JT and some of South Florida's best, including current and former Dolphins players, cheerleaders, local media personalities and more as they team up with generous community members like yourself to play in the original celebrity doubles table tennis tournament yes oj will be there as will ethan skolnick and a number of your favorite five reasons personalities the smash is a great night out for families as it also features interactive games haircuts the best buy fun zone and more so come on out to jt's ping pong smash 15 this monday night november 5th doors open at 5 30 p.m and admission for spectators is just a five dollar donation remember it's at the seminal hard rock events Center, so park in the Winner's Way garage. For more information, visit jasontaylorfoundation.org or call 954-424-0799. Pat only thinks that justice better now, better now. You better watch out now, his shot is found, shot is found. You know he's never gonna let you down. Championship ring. It's but we know that justice better now, better now. From all his haters, we hear not a sound, not a sound. Ilya Sova on the poster now, poster now. He's better than Devin is, he's better than Devin is. Oh, 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 oh. I cannot believe he slipped a tenure. Celtics keep your offer, we will win slow. Devin Booker scoring, but his wins low. Justice do connection, call his friends low. Oh, oh, oh. 20 on his jersey, hustle catching all eyes. Only three years extend the rest of our lives. Put Charlotte on a poster, got it by the bedside. Remembering to run on game seven at the five. Lucas, told him, told him, told him, told him. That point, justice is our special modem. Ben Simmons, private, trying to forget. Cause justice wins, all got a ball in his head. Time only thinks that justice better now, better now. You Championship ring. I 
stepping dudes Some have been critical of you And yet you only 22 And I love it when you're on the break And you dunk acting like something stank You got so much time to learn the game Plus another year to play with Dwayne Primarily things that just is better now Better now You better watch out now His shot is found Shot is found You know he's never gonna let you down Let you down He'll give you everything A championship ring And Spo we know that just is better now Better now From all his haters we hear not a sound Not a sound Ilias Silva on a poster now Poster now He's better than Devin is He's better than Devin is Oh 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 Justice better This man can play one through the five Primarily things that justice better now Better now You better watch out now His shot is found Shot is found Your boy justice will never let you down Let you down He'll give you everything A championship ring And Spo we know that justice better now Better now From all his haters we hear not a sound Not a sound now, poster now He's better than Devin is He's better than Devin is Oh, 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 oh. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.